Tandem Cannon, the Gamerific podcast where call play is canon, and where this episode is old enough to drink. This is episode 21, Turned Up, where we'll raise a glass to our favorite bars and video games. This is Tiffany. And this is Mia. All right, let's jump straight into the talk from Team Tandem. So, Mia, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> I haven't really done a lot, and I feel terrible, but um, I'm a little bit busy at the moment. But, <laughs> Just tired. Uh, <laughs> after our, our Saints Row episode, I was like, I want to play some Saints Row 4 for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I just needed something mind-numbing and silly because it's been a very trying week. It's been very uh, time-consuming. <laughs> And I just wanted to play something. And I love the first probably 10 to 15 minutes of the game where you're just running around and getting into antics as, you know, this secret agent and you're taking down terrorists and all this stuff and all the weird video game references with like Metal Gear and stuff. It was was fun. It was goofy. And I'm like, okay, I can get into this. And then, you know, the stuff happens with the president and the White House and shit blowing up. And it's like, once you get back into Steelport, that's when it starts to fall apart. Um... (laughs) We don't even get to be president for very long, get to enjoy that atmosphere. And and that's what it was kind of like packaged to you as like you were going to be this epic thing and just cause chaos all over the world. But nope, that was taken away very promptly in the first few minutes. Exactly. And so it's like for 30 minutes, you're doing all this stuff and then you're president and then you're blowing shit up and taking down aliens and you find out you're in this weird 50s simulation. And I even like the simulation parts because it was weird and just... I'm like, where is this going? I'm so confused. But once you get dropped back into Steelport, it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So blueprint of hell to me. Steelport is hell. hell. (laughs) It's literally hell. Oh my gosh, but it was just fun. I like Saints Row 4 a lot better than I like Saints Row 3 because I think by that point, we had pretty much given up on any sort of continuity or common sense. It was just, it's just goofy fun and getting the superpowers is cool and that that's a lot of fun, but it makes a lot of things redundant. And I just yeah. wish that Saints Row 4 had gone back and retooled some of the other game mechanics so it wouldn't feel like you're just retreading old ground. I wish there was an actual right. purpose for you being there, but right. yeah, so that's what I did. But what about you, Tiff? Well, it seems like I've just been redoing and trying to recoup all the gamer homeworks that I've missed in the past. So this is it. <laughs> I started playing the Order 8. 1886, which I got on sale back in January when it was like $5. So I'm like, well, perfect, because to me, that's what the game is sometimes worth. But (laughs) with this $5 play, I started getting into the game not far. I got to my first set of lichens in the game, so it's pretty early on. So far, I love the graphics. It gives me a lot of that steampunk Assassin's Creed Syndicate Mm. gameplay because it's set in that same transitional era in England, and so you're pretty much this badass bounty hunter. And what's cool is that even this, they have communication devices, so they have ways to communicate just like not necessarily walkie talkies but kind of in that same advancement so i don't know how far or did not do my research prior to how much intuitive their technology is at this time period or what this society has but i guess the further i get along i should see that but so far it's a pretty good start also i started on life is strange (gasps) i actually started that i'm still an 
episode one. And I remember someone had told me about this game ahead of time, like a couple years ago, but they couldn't remember the name of the game. But they had told me about a girl that can rewind time to amend wrongs or to fix her choices. And so far, I'm trying to be the objective person, you know, standing up for myself or standing up for people that I think is teased. But, you know, I have a feeling that down the line is really going to bite me in the ass. But so far, I like it because it seems like it's a storybook. Like it can be a parody of itself, but also still a reflection of real life. I'm not really good on games that give you where you have choices that intimately affect people, people around you. I'm more concerned for people that I cause these choices to happen to other than myself. Mm. But I'll see how long I get along with that. I can't wait to resume that. And also, I finished Tomb Raider. Yay! <gasps> Yay! It's awesome! I know, I was so happy because I was panicking. I got to a part where I was at the end where I was about to confront Anna and Constantine and their crew. And I had just gotten into the temple, so I was facing them and the Deathless Ones. And my problem was that I had also gone between different um, campsites in the game and of course sometimes you run across enemies and unfortunately I had ran out of cloths to heal myself. Luckily when you kill the people you can loot their bodies and get more stuff so I was able to rebuild all the cloths that I needed and finish also, I had finished a little DLC that came with the game because I think with the 20th year edition for PS4, all of the DLCs pretty much come with the game automatically. Loved playing Bloodlines because you're trapped at her mansion and the Croft Manor is thing you could have played in Tomb Raider 2, I believe. In this DLC, you get to have, there's some Easter eggs in there that I absolutely got and I enjoyed. Also, what I had mentioned a couple weeks ago about players locking the butler, Winston, in the fridge. Yeah. He writes that in a letter when Laura did that when she was little You that you find in the mansion. I'm like, oh, all the emotions come out because like, I, I get this. And of course, like the manners by this time is in disrepair and her uncle from her mother's side is trying to force her out. So giving her like a week to evacuate the premises unless she can find substantial proof that she has the right to the place, which she goes and finds. So this is pretty much her regaining her birthright, which I think is awesome. In the next game, which I believe may be called Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So maybe we'll see that she's working out of Croft Manor this time and see it restored to the honor of her ancestors. So I love Tomb Raider. Bloodlines is really easy. It's a little slower pace than the main game playing because you're just going around collecting memories and assessing, you know, how you can regain your birthright. So I'm like, good on Laura. Also, we got a little bit of co-op play in too. We did the Ghost Recon Wildlands open beta yes. last week and it was so much fun. It was one of the only times I actually could game. So it was like, <laughs> Yes, let's do the thing. It came out perfectly. Oh. It came out at the perfect time. They released the beta like a week before the game is supposed to release because beta is supposed to be your feedback. Right. And like, what can they fix in a week and a half? Right. And I feel bad for their people, their employees breaking their necks trying to get last minute stuff done. Yeah. And I, I wish I wish Ubisoft would do their betas at least like a month or two months in advance yes. just to give enough time to really fine tune and work some things. But the beta was so much fun we teamed up with tiffany's brother and then mm -hmm. it was great we, we kind of teamed up with some random people my brother's friends that's online right. most of the time it was just me me and, and my brother well i love that's a change i think they also started doing this recently in the tom clancy series is customization of your character yes they did have some pretty good options they actually had things for female yeah. characters i just wish there was more just because and this happens all the time when you're yes. playing as a black character you usually get one default person 
in one skin one tone and that's it you don't really mm-hmm. have a lot of, of stuff and so I wish there was more customization with like skin tones hair because there's only like four or five hairstyles and right. none of them really look good ex- except for one I'm like gee I wonder which one which is one I'm gonna choose yeah it's like I think they should have done like they do everything else instead of just having like a particular because I get you trying to do like a different certain ethnic groups have like particular bone structures and all that stuff but it's still kind of like going into the same thing that we all look the same and we don't I wish you would have at least given people the choice of what they want to look like and just have like different kinds of faces but also switch the color palettes to where you can be any kind of face you wanted regardless if it looked right or not it's your own preference for the most part I did like the customization except for the actual character itself and I liked being able to just link up with people just at random it was just kind of fun just okay this person joined and they could tag along with us if they wanted to or just go off along and do their own thing and you could all choose to do missions together that was really cool once we got the gist of the game and how the mechanics work because they don't really have the same sort of tutorial system as they did in future soldier which was the previous game once we got the mechanics it went so much smoothly like we were in we were Mm -hmm. out it was so fluid and so good especially your brother your brother's a badass you're like usually me and me of course are used to taking our time and assessing the situation you know planning a strategy my brother's like already like three people in and he's just like yeah i already took out the people in the church so we're like okay let me switch my gun here and reload it Turn my silencer on we're like okay let's pick off this person off the top and then you get these two people on the side he's like um yeah so these people are already dead y'all take that side we'll be good i'm like what okay it's like well well shit i'm like my brother was all still a wall already and he's, he's um bad. he's really bad <laughs> one of these days when we eventually get the game we'll definitely hook up with my brother because i'm sure by now he'll by then he will have already replayed everything like 15 million times right so i like this a lot better i love the open concept which is very different than what we had before mm-hmm. i like having different things to do and different missions that you can regain and you can unlock skill points upgrading your drone to improve yourself and your health and just different things get to ride freaking everything i wanted to ride the llamas though and they just kept running away i'm like just let me love you please (laughs) i just want to give you hugs and i want a free ride but avery my brother is like llamas where I think one of the downsides about the beta was that it was so easy to fail mission objectives because sometimes it wasn't completely clear about what you were supposed to do or where you're supposed to go. And that was just the only thing. And the vehicles are so fucking fragile. Plane though, that plane? Most durable thing on the whole (laughs) damn game. But like if you even tap a car, all the glass cracks and there's like a huge dent. I'm like, I just, I literally just dabbed you. Like how? Okay. It didn't take much. You just took a bump and all of a sudden all your windows in your car was cracked i'm like all of them it it didn't even matter if they were even on the side that got hit everything breaks it's just like (laughs) everything was broken i remember was driving down the road and like one half of the vehicle was just destroyed (laughs) yeah so the vehicles are shit and i'm hoping that you know ubisoft works on that because if you're going to be running around this big and it's a huge area and we've only been to like two parts of it but it is huge they need to have more durable vehicles because especially if we're going to be fighting cartel people and any of that people we're going to be tearing shit up like we need something that's a little bit more durable like tank yeah if anything else we can just stick to trackers (laughs) (laughs) it still gets the job done but yeah it was a lot of fun 
I just hope that Ubisoft does work on the customization stuff and making mission objectives a little bit more clear sometimes. Um, because like one of the first missions, we had to go extract a guy and take him back to our camp. And we thought, oh, there's a helicopter. We can take him back. And right. apparently that was a mission fail. We're just like, what the hell? What the like fuck? we didn't do anything wrong. We were still within our confined area. But we also got to play Overwatch too. Yes. Ah! But we got to play with Mia's sister. So Yay. So we got like a lot of sibling time this past couple of weeks. Yes. And then we also got to play with Kevin from This Week in Our Collective Heads. And it was just a lot of fun. Like Overwatch is just fun. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever need someone who you're trying to get them into gaming, I feel like Overwatch is a great gateway drug because all the possibilities and the characters and yeah. And they're going to be a new character. Effie? Effie. Orisa is the actual playable character, but Effie is her creator. And... We were really excited about this. We were like, oh my god, she's black! She's black! But the only downside is Effie is not a playable character, which is kind of disappointing, especially considering all the other women in the game, they're all human. And so even Diva, she has her mech, but she still has her own identity. It'd be great if she were of age and everything. Like, people are like, well, she's 11 and blah, blah, blah. Yes, we know this, but you could easily age her up and yeah but Arisa seems pretty cool I just wish that you know Effie was actually a playable character because we don't have any black characters other than Lucio yeah um, but yeah I'm excited about it and Arisa's skills like she she looks badass I'm really excited to play as her so I've discovered Zenyatta <laughs> yes Zenyatta so love freaking Ooh. Zenyatta or Zendaya as I sometimes call him or Delzim because you know I'm robot I'm Delzim. terrible like that robot the robot Delzim. Delzim I mean close enough he he stole his pants from him so why not right <laughs> he's pretty badass we played some Overwatch last night and I guess I didn't know that we were playing against people because I'm like I am dying a lot yeah it was a struggle and it was okay until we started really getting leveling because unfortunately with ai they follow a certain path but of course when you're playing against people like us they already know the ins and outs they've already leveled up to level 50 i mean they already got they know they (laughs) they know know where the ins and outs of everything and so it's like even in the sky i was getting pelted playing as Farah. yeah you couldn't escape i discovered that zenyatta is my go-to if we need a healer because some for some reason people don't like playing as healers and i'm like guys sometimes you just have to you know change things up and see what each character's strength is mm-hmm. and it takes time and some practice yes, but other gaming news sleeping dogs apparently is coming out with a movie which is <gasps> awesome and donnie yen is going to be star of course if you've seen star wars rogue one he was in that and he was Mm -hmm. just hilarious i loved him so much and my babies he's gonna be taking the lead in this movie and i'm really excited about it because with sleeping dogs it's such a unique game in itself where i feel like this would really work as a movie because we see this all the time with the undercover cop and but i think part of what made sleeping dogs unique was its setting and the yeah. fact that the world felt really alive. There's a lot yes. to do. And the people, the AI, like there's a lot going on. I'm hoping that if this is successful, that maybe this will prompt developers to make Sleeping Dogs 2, the video game. Because it got canceled, apparently. And because I really love Sleeping Dogs. It's one of my favorite games ever. There were certain things about it that made it unique from like GTA and Saints Row. Yeah, It just had its own vibe. So It was its own type of universe to where it could survive on its own and it was enjoyable mm-hmm. and to me like i got through it a lot faster than gta i'm looking forward to the movie just hearing donnie Ying. he has to sing karaoke just 
sing <laughs> All Out Love. You have to sing the damn song. Well, I'm hoping that some of the original cast comes back. The guy that played Way, I really liked him. And apparently he's a very good actor. He's done a lot of work. And a lot of the characters in the game, I hope they come back. I like that it was grounded in realism, but you still yeah. had those kind of weird moments like, this is very surreal. <laughs> It kicks Big Trouble in Little China in the balls as much as I do love that movie, but come on. And hopefully being the first real successful one where video game movies this past year have failed. So on that note, I think we should move on. So Tiff, are you ready to level up? Let's take a shot and level up the bitch. Let's level up! So today's episode, we are going to get turned the fuck up. This is our spring break episode, and we wanted to talk about some of our favorite hangouts and bars and video games, because if you've played any game in the last, like, 20 years, you probably stumbled across, like, some bar or something where it's just, you know what? This seems like a cool place if you were going to mm-hmm. get sloppy drunk. So yes. if you want to start us off, like, what is one of your favorite gaming hangouts or bars or whatever? And I all the things the the places that occasionally our characters like to go get fucked up. I will have to give a shout out to in Saints Row, especially in the three and four universes, the Broken Shillelagh. Not only is it a cool ass name to say, but <laughs> it's pretty much a cool hangout where everyone goes to chill. It's in that Lawrence Square neighborhood in Steelport. This is where Pierce likes to hang out at. A lot of the portal missions came in in Saints Row 4. Raise a glass to fallen comrades. But it's still a fun hangout just because there's just so much craziness that goes on right there. Like that's a, the Saints yeah. hangout for the gang because it's like where else are they really going to go? The rest of Steelport looks like shit. So <laughs> It's not like it was interactive before like in Saints Row 2 where you can just walk into different places just randomly. But outside of your own hangouts, you can also just walk into the broken shillelagh too and a fun fact i did not realize that oleg and josh freaking burke was hanging out in saints row 4 when the when the earth gets burnt the fucking toast i didn't realize that they were cool like that because what intelligent conversation can go between josh burke and oleg please, please explain that to me I don't want it's to lost on me. think about that. It just yeah. seems like that place is cursed. Like, there's just so much shit that goes down in front of the broken chalet. <laughs> it is broken for all kinds of reasons. Like, broken hearts, broken glasses, broken asses, broken earth. I mean, everything is broken around the broken chalet. Okay. Unfortunately, too bad you couldn't do bar fights in there, because that would have been epic. But I guess you could do bar fights anywhere else. But another one of my favorite bars was just in gta 4 just any bar in liberty city yes oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> of course you have lucky winkles the steinway <laughs> beer garden comrades bar club liberty jerk offs bar these names, I swear <laughs> to God. but i liked that there was a lot of different activities in gta 4 especially you could play darts you could just yeah. hang out with buddies and the bar feature has been a mechanic since i think gta san andreas where you could yeah. go and hang out and stuff but for really refined it and yeah it was nice to just get out with people and just hang out get drunk we'll have some conversations and it felt like it was a real experience the only downside is if you get drunk <laughs> some shit ensues and trying to handle nico when he is sloppy drunk is hysterical oh my god 
just the two words, yellow car, <laughs> when he's trying to hail a taxi is everything. <laughs> I also didn't realize that depending on who you take to these bars will depend on how drunk Nico gets. So if you take Roman or Patrick to a bar, and of course, you know, they both can have their own fill of liquor. But if you were to take a date, like Nico will be respective and not drink as much. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that, that's cool. Because Nico's like trying to get in with ladies. So ladies. he... So he'll be respectful to his date, but he will get tore up with friends and stuff without without question. But I think he probably would drink a little bit heavier because, you know, Patrick being Irish can probably tuck a, quite a few away. Especially, like, if I had to hang out with Roman all the time, I'd be sloppy drunk, too, because Shit. he gets on my damn nerves. Just the life that Nico had to lead in Liberty City. Yeah, just constantly have a flask on me. That's... Also, I wanted to do a um, special shout out to the Hercules bar that was featured in the Ballad of Gay Tony. This is the gay bar. In this club, you can dance, you can boogie with whoever you want. I mean, the music was on point. So I was like, you know what? Let's oh, just go there. Like, I go after a mission. I'm like, all right, let's go turn up at Hercules. Like, no big deal. And I like when you get into the dance battle with that one dude. Oh, yeah. He just turns the fuck out. I was like, you know what? Gotta give you props. Good, good job. Good job. I like I, this. I can't, I can't even compare. I can't, right. I can't even do it. Yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> and then another one, Mass Effect. Y'all, I'm sorry. Don't Please don't charge me money for how many times I mentioned Mass Effect in an episode. I apologize. It doesn't help this going to be released in a couple weeks, so you're you're entitled to say how the fuck you want to. You're fine. I know. I don't know, but still. But, of course, Mass Effect, I have to include. Purgatory is my favorite. I know Afterlife is a big one for a lot of people because it's on Omega and you get to meet Arya and all that, but I like not dying. Yeah. I like Purgatory just because it, it's in Mass Effect 3. It's on the Citadel, and... I like it because it's much more interactive on a personal level because you get to hang out with your teammates and stuff. You get to know a little bit more about them and you can influence them to pursue certain things or not do certain things and it make things personal. You kind of get the feeling of the Reapers are, are here. They're invading Earth and people are scared and they're trying to take their minds off of it for a while and you can pick that up with the conversations people are having about, oh, I'm about to be deployed. Let me get one last relationship in or I felt bad there was this one girl that clearly has a crush on a guy and he's just not feeling it and she's oblivious and she sounds so desperate I'm like baby I want to help you out so much but this you got just take the L on you Yeah. yeah but you get a sense of everyone's fear and they're like you know let me just come here for one last time and just turn up party if I'm gonna die then at least I'll go out having a good time even with your teammates too you kind of get that sense that they know that this this is either gonna end one way or another so let's enjoy what we have so yeah I I really enjoyed that and I like that it really sort of heightened that sense you could kind of get away from things for a while and yeah so that was cool there's a recurring joke in Mass Effect where of course Shepard can't dance but I'm like yes I can't dance but I'm still the baddest bitch in the galaxy and i still get booty so mm, i'm doing something right like i have reach and flexibility bitch so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so tip four was another bar that you liked oh my gosh lego star wars 2 where you get to go to the cantina and moss eisley space (gasps) oh my gosh and just for the simple fact because it's a set lego game you can fuck shit up and just literally leave the cantina in dust by the time you leave <laughs> so i just love causing chaos and and just leaving devastation in your wake just so you can get every 
last bit of points so you can be a true Jedi. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I love slapping people and starting bar fights. That was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Leia slapped anybody. She didn't care. <laughs> she's, she's bad, but, like, you hit one person and everybody starts popping off. Like, it's just everybody. a murder-death match. I was like, this is some Hunger Games shit right here. Like, yeah. Yes, and I also have to like give a little special mention just mm-hmm. to Jabba the Hutt's palace, just where the setting is, where everyone is gathering at when you go in to do the different missions, just to fuck up shit around there too, because people don't play around there too. As soon as you just hit people, everyone start popping off. Here comes Luke with his lightsaber, and then when he sees your dad, he just puts his lightsaber away, just walks away. I'm like, you motherfucker! <laughs> y'all didn't see nothing. Don't tell nothing. my dad shit. <laughs> you leave my daddy alone. <laughs> You don't really get that aspect of just fun shit like you did in later games. Like, you don't really get to do that in the three broomsticks in Harry Potter or, or anything like that. So you can get as much fun enjoyment of tearing up shit like you do in Star Wars. Yeah, it's still a fun experience, though. Star Wars, I think, really kick-started our Lego gameplay. So that one was just iconic. But the bar scenes, though... Ugh, just best so everything everything because everybody's trying to get a piece everybody oh goodness but old thing oh oh speaking of getting a piece i'm sorry that sounded terrible uh <laughs> i keep thinking of assassin's creed black flag you have the different yes. bars in the area you can get in fights there too like normally edward's just minding his own business he's like let me get this drink let me play a game whatever but some people just like to start some shit and he's not afraid to shut that shit down and it was just kind of a fun dynamic if you needed a break from being out in the sea and needed to go on land and buy stuff just stop by the bar real quick get some intel play a game punch some people hey you know do the thing (laughs) why not yeah the taverns were cool they just they provided a little bit of life on land because i I don't know about you but the land portions of the game were not my favorites i was just like okay i'm ready to get back out and plunder yeah so it just kind of like connected that yes i'm a pirate i'm a badass and yes after you get over the initial like oh my gosh it's the caribbean i feel like jack sparrow's gonna hop out this bitch any moment now i mean (laughs) that feel and then you get into the open sea i mean you get your crew assembled and you're going from island to island which is just so beautiful because you see how blue and crystal clear that ocean is and just being able to plunder and pillage and whoop some ass i mean that's pretty much the pirate's life but definitely the bar scene was the best because and it didn't take much for edward to be assaulted and he's just like you know what i I just came here to get my drink i'm just my own fucking business you either just looked at me wrong you bumped into me you spilled your drink on me oh i'm about to you about to get these hands (laughs) right He's like, look, I would have just let it go, but since you're going to be an asshole, I'm not going to start this fight, but I will finish it, so... Finish the fuck out of it. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, what was another one on your list? Because I think you you mentioned Fallout 3, right? I haven't played yeah. it, but... Yes, do you want to talk about this one? This one, I have to give credence for right now, I guess, to Moriarty Saloon and Megaton. This bar is the first major city, if you choose to go that way, I Find out more information from your dad because Colin Moriarty is the shiesty motherfucker that is the head of this saloon. And practically everyone in town says like how this dude has some shady dealings. He might overcharge you on some things. And this facility, you go looking for for your dad and your dad has passed 
buy a Megaton, but you need to get some information. So he's up there going to extort ball caps from you in order for you to get this information. But I think I managed to like either persuade him because I think that was one of my quote unquote superpowers that I managed to persuade him. No, you said 100. So <laughs> you keep your of the bar. He's like, oh, okay. And of course, like a fun fact, there is a ghoul who is under Colin's thumb and Gob is just the nicest dude ever and he doesn't deserve all of that he ended up far away from he's away from home so he doesn't really have anyone like him out there but if you happen to spoil alert to take care of colin or shoot him in some capacity gob ends up owning the saloon and so i'm like you know what i would do that but of course that might count against me one of these days because i don't know how much i'll need colin moriarty in the future there's a bomb in megaton that there is this church that worships it. And, of course, the other people would like you to dismantle the bomb if it's possible. But, of course, if you do, could be dire consequences for those who live there. So, so you have that option of just blowing up Megaton with no problem. Oh, shit. But I chose not to. And I reported it to the sheriff. And the sheriff came. And, unfortunately, he got shot. He's dead. That was it. Oh, damn. So, I feel bad for doing the right thing because I took this kid's dad away from him he's only like 11 no. so I'm like i feel so i feel so bad for being a girl scout but i took so you practically got have the choices of getting rid of just some really bad scum there kind of like most Heisley. so <laughs> so you have like the choice of getting rid of scum or helping out people because i know there was a girl there that wants you to deliver a letter to her family but you find out that her family has been killed unfortunately i'm still looking for her brothers you get to deliver letters you can get there and rent a room colin is one of the people that will overcharge you for a room but you can still rent there and also i believe there's a lady there named nova who you can have a room when you stay in a room she sleeps beside you constituting as you sleeping with her Mm -hmm. but of course, I never choose that. I'm like, I'll go ahead and stay at the other lodgings in town, but thanks. So you can get laid or you can buy a drink, too, and also have trade. But definitely that is a place of high-stakes villainy, but also a lot of cool people in Megaton hang out there, too. Cool. Another one, Red Dead Redemption. Yes! <laughs> yes! So much shit going down. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's obviously, of course, you know, it's one of the first bar hangouts that you unlock in the game. And just the amount of stuff that goes on. Yes. I've started so many fights and I've done rampages in there. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, that's where all the villainy starts for me. But what about you, too? <laughs> well, a lot of times I try to do my hand at playing games. And I know at the Armadillo Saloon, I'm not really good at blackjack at that particular table. Because I think there was like an achievement to at least win every single game at all the saloons in New Austin and down past the border. I just couldn't do it. I'm like, I'm better at blackjack. I'm not good at poker. But I usually like to do that. And, of course, I love watching John Marston get drunk because it's kind of like an ode to GTA 4, which, of course, Red Dead Redemption followed as a release. Seeing John Marston get fucked up is hysterical because he's like, yeah, I just had too many. No, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. But I also have to say good on John because he has a good moral compass because even though you could have gone with some bar ladies, he was just like, no, I'm, I'm married. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, no. he's faithful. Or at least he tries to be. Most of the bars around is fun. But of course, Armadillo Saloon is the first one you find. The cheapest one where you can rent a room to fight on or do your showdown in the middle of the street if you want to. So it's all good. I just love that. So can't wait for Red Dead Redemption (laughs) 2. Can't wait. 
Yay! And then I think last but not least, I have to talk about Dragon Age. Oh, really? Origins. Um, so in the game, there's a place in Denerim called the Pearl. And it's a bar, but it's also technically a brothel. And so you can... You can engage in sexy times. You can pay to sleep with someone or apparently depending on who you take with you in your party, you can have, you know, threesomes and whatnot. And yeah, so if your character is ever exploring their sexuality or they just really want to bang, they can get turned up and get turned out, apparently. So uh, hey. <laughs> I, I didn't take that option. I was like, um, I'm, I'm trying to get this thing going with Alistair and I don't know how this will work if I, you know, do the thing. And plus, I don't know if there were, you know, syphilis was probably still like a thing. Yeah. yeah so. Or, or their form of, form of syphilis and yeah. the clap. And I think on another playthrough, I'll probably try it out just to see what happens. Yes. Because uh, I think it depends on who you bring with you too as well. They'll probably judge you. But yeah, you can act up, get some drinks or, you know, go for a little nightcap and uh yeah have some sexy time so i had to mention that one because i was like oh 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 that one that one that one yeah i do all of that (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't wait to get to that aspect of the game we'll see how that goes from there yeah tell me because oh it's fun it's so much fun oh Oh, bioware (sighs) all the shit you get us into sweet space banging so shall we start spinning that wheel of the random tandemness let's spin it all right for this week's wheel of random tandem let's see what game let's see in what game would you have liked to to be turned up in like which game would you want to be sloppy drunk and why <laughs> yeah my choice this week is heavy rain why because of all the shit you have to go through. <laughs> Why not? Unfortunately, since this game is of tremendous detail of where you have to pay attention, I know being sloppy-ass drunk will be a little hard for you to even do half the things you need to do in there, especially with having steady hands <laughs> or paying attention to, like, you know, what the fuck your son was wearing when he went missing. I guess it'll be kind of hard to do that, but I'm like, the shit they've had to go through... To get from, you know, beginning to end, why not get drunk through all of it? Especially on the on the choice of where you have to take a portion of yourself off of, I will have to be, like, extremely liquored up and drugged up for that. Just throw some drugs in there, too. Damn. I'm like, oh, Ethan, I'm, I'm so sorry that this mofo is making you suffer so much. <sighs> so, yeah, definitely drinking drinking for me yeah heavy heavy time yeah, yeah that that game is so depressing um i i totally can relate but uh let's see i think for me i would have to say deus ex just because the world in that game specifically human revolution is just so uh, how do i describe it it's very depressing especially if you are one of those people that have the new technology and and you're being discriminated against i'd probably be drinking all the time too just because it's like they can't really win a lot of these people have had these augmentations for their own health or safety or whatever because it's helping them live their actual lives but they're being discriminated against and there are of course there are going to be people that use their their skills for bad reasons but it's hurting the majority and it's not like even if you're um non-augmented human the world that if of deus ex is not very 
how shall I say, it's not very happy-go-lucky. It's very bleak and just a lot of crime going on and stuff. And it just seems like a hard-ass life. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'd have to I'd have to say that one. I was going to say Saints Row 2 just because of all the, the mayhem and stuff. And they have fun places to hang out, like mm-hmm. on track and whatnot. But Deus Ex, like, that's, that's the game I'd have to be drunk for if I actually lived in that world. I'll just... Yeah, just sign me out. Just I'm I'm good. Just, just please, just go ahead and just give me an IV with a whole bunch of liquor of choice, and I'll go around town that way. Sounds yep. good. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that that's my pick there. So so yeah. So Tiff, do you have any final thoughts? Anything to follow up with for today? Only for all of our listeners to hit up our socials, yeah. the social stuffs do it the twitters the facebooks the youtubes the tumblers and the twitch hey <laughs> and we have a lot of, of special shout outs y'all have been doing the damn thing i'm like i'm so proud on twitter we have several new followers born to be free gearbox quebec is following us i'm like i don't understand french but thank you and welcome <laughs> phoenix mew brian bushwood the nature boy haven con but this is a resource for lgbtq gamers in texas so mm-hmm. if you ever are interested in attending a con that's specifically geared for that population or want to learn more because it is open to allies and and whatnot so you know definitely check them out they're doing a lot of really cool wonderful things and outreach and things so also chris osborne and kira kuski welcome Thank you guys for following us. Woohoo! Yay! Also on the Tumblrs, we got Francisilia. Please pardon me if I'm saying your name wrong, but please, well, thank you, and thank you for joining our Tumblr. Thank you! Yay! And as always, we have extra special shout-outs. So, uh, Scott Murray at Assembly of Geeks and Kevin from This Week in Our Collective Heads. I feel terrible because they, man... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But Scott is part of the reason why our podcast was created in the first place. When we attended AllCon last year, we attended his panel on how to create a podcast and different resources. And after the session, we talked for what, like an hour, hour and a half, just shooting we around ideas. Nerded the fuck out. <laughs> And just watching people pack up their shit and leave me. We were still, we were helping people get on the elevators and still talking. Yeah. We turned it out. It was, it was a really (laughs) great conversation when we were talking about old school nostalgia stuff and gaming and, you know, talking about Star Wars. Yeah. It was, it was so much fun. And he's invited us to work with him on future projects. So we're really excited about that. So once I'm done with this whole play stuff, then we can kind of get down to business and defeat the Huns. But. Funny. We were talking a couple of days ago about doing the 20th episode, which was last week, and just how proud that we've gotten to this point. Because before it was just an idea. And this time last year, it was just an idea. And then once we attended All Con in his session, then we started putting things to work. So thank yeah. you, Scott. You're awesome. You're awesome. Yeah, we cannot wait to see him because he's going to be at All Con again this year. So we can't wait to see him Yay. this year. Yay. And then, uh, of course, Kevin and Patrick from This Week in Our Collective Heads for joining us with Overwatch Gaming. They've invited us to a Nintendo Switch party. They've just been so sweet and so gracious. And we're trying to, once our schedules kind of get settled ironed out yeah my, my schedule gets settled then we can start doing more stuff so i promise we're not trying to like blow you off it's just but last week last week last week <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm ready for, for free time and gaming time to come back. So, yeah. Anything else, Tiff? I think we have conventions coming up, right? We do. A Buku quick session. Um, there's currently All Con that will be here in Dallas from March 16th to the 19th. We also have Dallas Fan Expo. Yeah. March 31st through April 2nd. And also, we have Classic Game Fest going down on July 29th through 30th. I believe that is back in Austin this year. And also, we have the Let's Play Gaming Expo, which is always here, I believe. It's moving they to, move. to the Urban Convention Center, which is awesome. Woo-hoo! Breathing room. Yeah. Um, so that will be in Irving on August 5th through the 6th. So it's back to where they originally were like a couple years ago. And also the ultimate QuakeCon that will be moved down to August 24th through the 27th. And this will be at the Texas Gaylord, which is moved from the Anatole in Dallas. But now it's going to be at the Gaylord this year. And great. So fun. definitely expanding and totally excited about that. I'm excited. This is going to be a fun convention season. I'm going to be mm-hmm. broke, but it's going to be so much fun. This has been a convention season of a lot of moves and a lot of big moves for a couple of conventions, mm-hmm. um, especially for QuakeCon only moved a couple things down, but it's so close to school. I know it's going to be a lot of dodgy for a lot of people. Also, with Dallas Fan Expo moving up from their usual dates in like May and July, now moved it up to March. That is a remarkable move, but I think since they pared down a couple of conventions, that's not going to be as bad, especially since there's so many big stars coming this year it is mind-boggling me mark freaking hamill (laughs) by the way if you ever want his autograph it's 195 dollars. so get your money ready worth it worth (laughs) it do the get your money he must will just just stay in the autograph line like for the rest of the weekend after his panel because i'm like everybody's gonna be wanting his his autograph because he hardly ever does conventions yeah that's a big deal so dallas fan expo is a lot of fun it involves a lot of walking and a lot of waiting and uh yeah expensive stuff but it's so worth it it's just it is worth you have to go at least once just to check it out but but yeah so hopefully we'll see you guys at Alcon if possible because it's a very chill convention we'll be running around and doing stuff and getting into things so yeah oh, my birthday yay yay yay, yay. okay so with the birthday celebrations we will see you guys on the next episode and hopefully we'll have a little bit more downtime so we can get all this stuff done and have even more stuff to talk to you about so y'all stay game-tastic out there Bye, guys. And if you are celebrating spring break, please be responsible. And, yeah, don't drive drunk. Get a friend please, or Uber. Yeah, please, please have a friend or at least a sober friend. Yes. Or semi-sober. Someone sober. less sense. Sober, yes. <laughs> and all their fingers, but, yeah. Y'all have fun. Bye. Bye. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it.